Intimacy oh, is God. the cheat code. Friendship made manifest. You gotta stop. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Bro, bro, why is it that every time, every Tuesday, y'all get on this here live and act a plum fool? Intimacy is the cheat code. Reg, y'all get oh. on here acting a plum, and then Reg internet them froze up after he dropping all these bombs. Oh, man. I, he man, man. Ezekiel, you were asking all them questions about the garden, and you were, and you said you said uh, why did why does why isn't sex something you can do from across the room? That made me think. God created Adam and Eve naked. What does that tell you about how we how we were created to relate to each other? In oh my. Our, in, in our creation, in man's creation, our, our original design, we always talk about the garden is the original blueprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the garden, when when God created man and when he created his wife, he created them naked. There was now nothing between them. They saw each other for who they were. Ooh. What does that tell us about, what does that tell us, one, about how we were designed to relate to each other, and two, what does that tell us about how we were designed to relate to God? That's crazy. Like God, like God created us naked. And everything that we put on then becomes a, a, a something that distances us from him, from the purity of our connection. So every layer we put on us then only makes us more distant from God. And we have so many layers. To that question, Ezekiel, you said, why, why didn't God just give us information? I think that God didn't give us information because the more information you have, the less reverence you have. Mm. Because mm. if Hello. I know more than you, then I don't value you the same way that I did when you knew more than me. As a child, if my if my if I if I if my father tosses me around the room, I value his strength because he's a big dad. But if I grow up to be three inches taller than you, 50 pounds heavier, I don't look at you as the same big dad. I look at you as, yeah, you're my father, but your role has diminished because I've gotten big enough to take care of what I only thought that you could take care of in this one season of my life. So the more I know, the less I need. Say, bro. Oh my gosh. Why did, why did, and we have to probably ask this, it's probably redundant. Why need to give them baskets of manna and they could pull it out their backpack along the journey? Like, why do he have to drop it daily? Like, why are you doing this to us? <laughs> So, Remember, so who was I talking to? Pat? I was talking to Pat. I was like, God set us up. You know what it was? He set it up like that. Because if we had it all, we would never come back. He's like, look, mm. I'm going to give you one today. I hope you come back tomorrow. Look, and see, it makes me, it makes me like, it makes me want to get tears because we be thinking God is evil. But he's like, I know you, and I know you in your heart. Because when you got it all, you when, when you got it for yourself, like my brother said, you drive off. But if you need directions, you'll knock on my door. Like I know, I know you when you when you have all the love you need, you have all the money you need, you have 
I still I want you. you. I know you. I know you. There are some people, like when we talk about will, I said there, God, this is when God blesses us in his goodness. This is how he wants, this is how ideally he wants it to be. Here's the gift. With the gift, I'm praying that you find me in it. What happens is we say, thank you for the gift, and we hold it, and it blocks our vision from him. Instead of saying, okay, I'm going to use these as lenses to see you better. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm about to be about the gift. I'm about to be about the gift. And God is like, no, no, you're looking at the box. Go inside to find me. And like my brother said, we be just caught up with the wrapping. We be so caught up with my brother said, be caught up with the paper that God is like, you ain't even went inside to give. Because if you really saw what was inside of it, you would find me. And every gift that God gives, I always say, it's cyclical. It's from him, through us, for others, for his glory. Like, it's, it, it, it's never, like, for you consuming it. Like, that's stuff that we do. That's like that's self-indulgence. But he says, what I give you, I'm going to allow you to bless others for my glory. In essence, it's, it's going to lead back to me. Like, and Bro, so give I, me, give I, me I, that. Give oh. me. Give me that again. It's the, it's from him. What? Give me the cycle. It, it, Give me it's the cycle. from him <laughs> through us to others for his glory. It's a cycle. It's like, man, if it don't lead, look, if you think it's a gift, but it don't lead back to him, it's a curse. Wow. Woo! Wow. Wow. If it don't lead back to him, Talk it's a curse. Him. Yes. Yes. So I don't like I don't want it. I don't want it, God. I don't want it if it lead me away from you. I don't want it. I'm but done. but but when you say you don't want it, we're talking about idolatry. That is why we are here. <laughs> and, and and you ask why God did not give it. It's the same reason you're not gonna hand your credit card to your three year old. Because <laughs> although that credit card is of benefit, is of use. If it is not in the hands of somebody, and it can't even be a three-year-old, it could just be somebody who don't have the financial understanding. Yeah. So, so, so even right there, age does not always recognize maturity. Just because you are older does not mean you are ready for what God is going to bless you with or what God has to offer. The same reason you're not going to give that credit card to that three-year-old or somebody who who is always in debt, always asking for $20, is the same reason why God said don't eat it because you're not ready for it. You cannot handle it. I actually know you can't handle it because I created you. Ooh, that is what idolatry does. It confuses us on who we serve. So now we can't even be used by the creator. So now we become useless. Oh, idolatry Brother, makes us useless. I like think... No, go ahead, bro. No, go ahead. That, that's all. That's all. No, I was just going to say, I think sometimes we confuse our choice with, uh, with, with God's word. And what I mean by that is, I think sometimes we feel that because we have a choice, that the option of the choice is better than God's word. And, uh, and if, we, if we could ever get to the point to where we realize that God's word is the final governing authority, God's word is what we need. 
God's word is the direction. God's word is the compass. God's word is the manual. <laughs> God's word is what we need. Uh, then we can kind of rid ourselves of feeling like these other choices and options out here are better or they can give us something greater than what God's love can do. And, and John just said something, man, um, and, and it made me think of the transformative power of God's love and kindness. And I really don't think we believe that. I think we need more than that, right? We feel like we need more than God's love and kindness, right? <laughs> In order to, to become or to get what God desires for us to have. And then the other thing is we got a warped understanding and mentality of what success is. The ultimate success is Jesus, man. Jesus is the gift. Jesus is the reward. Jesus is the hope of glory. You know, he's gave, given us an innate desire to have glory. He has. He has. He's given us that desire. But we got to understand that Jesus is the hope of glory. And once yeah. we realize that, once we realize that he is our in all, be all, everything that we need, then it'll help us to really kind of stay and to lock in. Lastly, I saw somebody write that uh, we were created to worship. And I love that notion. But I want to change it because I think sometimes when people think about that whole worship thing, they just think about the kind of lifting hands, you know, what we do when we go to church. I want to say we were made to relationship. God yeah. us to have to have daily connectivity to him and not only to him, but to others, man. That's what we were just talking about, this whole connectivity piece. God made it that way. When I first started to try to eat healthy, I'll never forget, man, me and my wife, we went out. We bought all, I mean, every vegetable you could think of, we bought it, bro. Bro, about five days later, I'm talking about we got <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. And, and this thing, it puzzled me. I was so mad, man. I'm like, okay, veggies are expensive, man. And they and they die quick, right? And then I got the, uh, the revelation of the breast milk as well as, as the vegetables, man. And God has designed us, man, to have to, to have to uh, uh, acquire and receive daily bread from him. Like we can't just get a one-time thing and it just works. Wow. It won't work. God made the earth produces what we need when we need. That's what it, why he told him that with the manna. Don't get more than what you need for the day. Just get what you need for the day and trust that I will provide tomorrow. Because, oh my God. Two, we have made tomorrow our idol. We live for tomorrow, not for the God of today. So I'm focused, I'm, I'm consumed with tomorrow, what happens tomorrow. And Jesus says sufficient for the day is its own troubles. It, can you just love me now? But, can, but can, Will, I got plans. I got plans, Will. Yeah, I got, but. I, I, I got plans. I want to get married. I want to buy, buy an Audi. I want a big house. I want all this. What you talking about? Don't worry about tomorrow. But Bro. but 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 do your plans take 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 my place? Do do your plans then tell me to get up off of the, the the throne of your heart so they can consume you? Because we get consumed with our plans because because I want that big house, so I got to work eighty hours. A week, and so I, I don't have no time to pray, and so I want to I want to get that audience. So I'm focused, and I got to do this, and I got to do that. And we don't we don't take our our plans or our idols, and we don't even see it. Oh, I'm conv I'm Bro. so convicted right now. My plan so is my idol. Oh. 
Bro, no, that thing I, is I, us up. That's why everybody is on antidepressants now because we don't know how to be present. We are idolizing tomorrow. We can't be mindful of the moment that we're in. Even with the vegetables that I just mentioned, I could have just fixed it. Because even with buying all those vegetables that I bought, I barely ate any of it, right? What if I would have just been mindful of today and got a smoothie and drunk that one smoothie? I would have been better off than I was buying a week's worth of vegetables. And so I think that that mindfulness and being present, right, which is a play on the word, the gift, which is Jesus, being present in Christ is going to be an answer for us. And, and bro, I, 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 think, I think what's, I think what's, what's really, I think what, what's really tripping us up again is this relationship uh, 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 or, or the correlation between um, wanting to have knowledge and how much our not our, our pursuit of knowledge deprives us of a relationship. Yeah. I think again, I think the Lord place gives us earthly uh, 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 metaphors for our relationship to him. I understand God as a father because I had a great father. Mm. I understand now more than probably I ever have ever in my life the relation the, the analogy Paul gives us in 1 Corinthians 12 of the body because I spent two two and a half months last year with a torn Achilles where I could not walk. I think we miss God as a provider because we, one, again, cannot fully interact with him the right way because we don't have a true relationship with him. But what that also does is it robs us of true relationship with the things he's created because he created everything with intention. And I believe one of those intentions is to help us better understand him. Bro, bro, stop, 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 right <laughs> Stop. So I truly, truly believe this. As a poet who seeks out metaphors for a living, I mm -hmm. realize that this has to be true. And it's also the reason why the enemy has fought to distort every relationship. Oh, yeah. How else would oh, I yeah. not? I can't trust God. Why? Because I can't trust my daddy. Well, I can't. I can't understand what it's like to, to keep a covenant. Why? Because every relationship I've seen where someone supposedly had a covenant, they broke it. Well, I can't really love my brother because in my household there was no love. And so when I come into a church environment where you're telling me to love someone that's not my blood, it's like, man, what you mean? My brother still don't talk to me to this day. How do you expect me to? I think God was giving us these opportunities to see glimpses. He did it the whole time. He's like, okay, I'm going to show you marriage. Why? Because I'm going to be showing you a greater one later. later. I'm going to show you brotherhood. Why? Because I'm going to show you a greater brotherhood later. I'm going to show you fatherhood. Why? Fatherhood is something. Why? Because I'm going to show you a greater one later. And it's like, man, I'm giving you all these metaphors. And he's like, okay. He keeps doing this metaphor thing. Let me jack up this father something. That's one of the most important ones. I'm going to jack that yeah. up because I'm a, if I mess it up horizontally, then you tell me that this father loves me and he'll never leave me nor forsake me. How? How is that? He said he loved me. He showed up every now and then, but then he left again. And so we got all of these distorted, distorted, distorted relationships with what God gave us as gifts and opportunities to get us four days. And see, that's why the enemy is like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm attacking the family because if I could attack and destroy what it looks like to see healthy family, then yeah. the body of Christ has no chance in his, in his understanding. 
And so you're right. I just want to say you. This is what I believe, Elijah. Yeah, because it's, it's it's the my bad, my bad, Elijah. No, you go, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, because every crisis is just an opportunity to see who Christ is. Oh, right. Man. It's it's the okay. it's. It, it gives okay. me the, you know what, don't do that. It gives me the opportunity because here's the thing. The blessing is, in, in my opinion, the blessing is a singular occurrence. But the breaking has multiple facets and layers. Ooh. Like if I bless you with a house, mm. then you have that house. But if you got to struggle through being homeless, you don't know where it's coming from. Then now you see me as a keeper, even in this. Now you see me as a way maker leading you to the house. Now you draw closer to me. So it's strengthening our relationship. Now you see who really rock with you because relationships are weeding off because now you don't have the party house that everybody can come kick it at. Yes, wow. So now I've addressed all of these different areas with this, with this breaking that you don't get with the blessing. If I just give you a blessing after a blessing, then you don't see me in different facets because what I'm really trying to do is expose myself to you. I'm trying to give you a different part of me, but the way that I give it to you is through a breaking. The way that I show you that I'm a healer is when you get sick. Come on. <laughs> the way that I show you I'm a deliverer is when you are down to your last and your back is against the wall and you have no idea where it's coming from. I'm just trying to expose myself to you. And you get so caught up on how, how I'm exposing and missing what I'm trying to show you. I'm just trying to show you who I am, baby. I'm trying to, I'm trying to give you me in a different light. You said you want more of me. You said you want to know me. Okay, cool. Then let's go through the journey of getting to know each other. Hi, I'm Jesus. I'm a healer. But but, 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 but hear that. But hear that. But hear that. But hear that, Will. I, I hear you. I think we struggle with that because we don't actually understand relationship. And, I, and me personally, I, I know a lot of people are like, you know, look for the fruit. Look for the fruit. I don't like to say you is or you is not saved. I don't think theologically that's, 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 that there's any support there. But what I will say is this. How you treat people is probably a good, re a good reflection of your relationship with the Lord. Jesus. Good reflection. Because, and I'll rest on that because of this. I knew above all else that if my room was not clean, and my bathroom was not clean, and my foes was, were not folded the way that they were supposed to be, that I was told to when I was growing up, that I would have an issue. And my parents always told me, they said, hey, look, this is yours. I'm giving it to you. This is what, and this is what you have to do to enjoy it and be respectful and remain in my house. Yes. The Lord has, the, the, the people in our lives are just as much a blessing as they are a tool. Mm. How you treat the people around you, how you treat your friends, how you treat your family, how you treat your coworkers, how you treat all these different people, they're not just tools for us to build the kingdom. They're also blessings for us to enjoy along the journey. I get, I get to experience God in so many different ways 
because I have so many different friends and I am able to see him, even in the people who some might say, oh, yeah, they're not living right for the Lord. But here, but here's my hang up. We get so caught up on 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 saying this person isn't bearing fruit. We get so caught up on on, on, on these on these uh, uh, I'll just say judgments. Right. That we miss. Jesus summed it up for us very clearly. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and then love your neighbor as yourself. There is a reason, I, I fully believe there's a reason Jesus never taught to inspect. He never really taught us, like, hey, this, this is how you know somebody's following Come on, bro. Talk, boy, talk. He said, he, John, John A, he said, and this is how you will know you are my disciple. He didn't say, this is how you'll know your brother, or, hey, go test your brother on this. He tells us to love more than he tells us to inspect. Come on, we only we've been caught up on inspecting people. And it's like, what are you doing to relationship if all you're ever telling somebody that they do not that they do not qualify? I Bro. hear more people I hear more people talk about not giving your pearls to swine than I do hear people than I hear people saying, if if, if that person wronged you, give another cheat. Come on. He said very plainly, if your enemy asks for your shirt off your back, you give it to him. Some of us wouldn't even give it to the cousin we don't like because we, you know, we have all these other other qualifications. And it's crazy because we have we serve we serve a God who removed all qualification and said, I, I choose you. But we in turn make our brother, our sister, our neighbor qualify for our own love. And it's like that is why you don't understand God because you can't even treat the people right. So of mm. course you don't have a real relationship, a true relationship with the Lord because you don't even understand how he has instructed you to live amongst each other. So, bro, yeah, bro, that, goes, I, I goes just... back to, bro, that goes back to what Will was saying about the breaking. The first thing I thought about was when Jesus broke the bread. That means that he makes you usable. He, he, he divides mm. you in a way that, that people can be blessed by you. In many ways, and but what you were just saying, man, treat other people, bro. My wife says to me all the time, "I don't understand how you, you know, you just be still loving on people, and you know what they did, and you know what they said." But, bro, I know my relationship. I know me. I know how I am, and how I was with the Lord, and how long it took me to listen or to be obedient to what God told me to do, bro. I know me, and so because, as the Scripture says, because much grace has been extended to me. I can extend much grace to my sister and my brother. And so I can tell, man, just like you said, bro, I'm not expecting by fruit, but bro, I can look and say, all right, all that judgment, you ain't been delivered yet. All that judgment, you hadn't let God process you for real. You hadn't let God break you for real. Yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it, it, projection, bro. It's a projection because you haven't dealt with you. Now it feels better for me to just put that on somebody else who has some kind of issue or whatnot that probably easily identify identifiable issue or issue that doesn't relate to my issue. I could just put this off on you and not deal with uh, myself or not allow the Lord to bless and break me to be usable, right? So if I could just put this judgment off, I'll feel better about where I am. Look, bro, uh, I, 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 I just want to hop in real quick because somebody, somebody said, what about protecting yourself? I'm not saying you should, you should, you should allow yourself to be abused, but I just want to offer a challenging thought. If the goal is to be Christ-like, look at the cross and ask that same question. Ooh. 
And and <clears throat> in relationship, it's expressive. Relationship is expressive, right? So if God gives me love, then then I then I give love back, right? If God gives me time, then I give time back. If 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 he gives me, if he talks to me, then I talk back. But in the space of forgiveness, I can't give that back to God. But I still have a mandate when it's given to me. So since I can't forgive God, the way I express my appreciation for forgiveness, I can't give yeah. it back to him. So I got to yeah. give it to somebody else. Yeah. Because otherwise, in relationship, I haven't expressed my appreciation for it. Because if yeah. he gives me love, I can give it back. Wait, if, wait. If he... well, go ahead, go ahead. Keep going. Go, keep going. Go, keep no, going. no, no. That's it. No. Bro, you said, man, every time y'all talk, it be tripping me out. So somebody asked, what about protecting yourself? I went, I'm going back to the commandments, bro. God says, don't, you know, love me, love me. And then he starts talking to the people to say, man, don't do, don't abuse your brother and sister. Like, like love them. I mean, I mean, well, don't lie to them. Don't steal from them. Don't cover this stuff. What does it benefit God to tell other people not to do stuff to each other? Like God is God, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, ruler. Yeah. What does it benefit him? I personally believe because he started off with the precedent that you are mine, which means we got the same DNA, which means <laughs> like, like your name is on me and these are my children. I need you to show me every time. I need you to show me to them. When you don't, you're misrepresenting me. So God is asking, what about protecting me? What about protecting Ooh. my name and my character? I late. I, I branded you and you protected my me. brand. Look, so oh. when you steal from your that's my brand, you messing up my brand when you steal from your <laughs> brother, when you steal from them, when Come you on, slip, when you slip with your sleep with your neighbor's wife, you're not protecting me. The one who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Like we missed that part. What about protect what about me? God is like, what about me? <laughs> And that's but but that's the thing. And again, idolatry. We think we can protect ourselves better than the Lord can. Come on. And that and and that is what and that is why I say look at the cross. Jesus before again before he went to the cross, he asked. He said, "Lord, I don't want to do this." He got up there because he understood. Yeah, I got me tripping. He under he understood it, and and, and we preach being Christ like. And we all we, we like that. That's something we gloss over. I don't think we really understand the burden that comes with that because you cannot be Christ-like and worried of, and worry about yourself. Ugh. You cannot. You cannot do it. It takes. It takes a level of sacrifice that most that most of us, myself included, do not readily identify with. Mm. We we don't get it. That is literally what Jesus did. We sing it all the time. He laid his life down. He laid it down. He mm. he laid it down. That means that man won't worry about what they said behind his back. He let Judas stay, and I gotta believe because he was a God and man, he understood who Judas was. He let them spit on him, beat him, kill him. Oh, he bro, like, worried, he is not oh. worried about. He, that's the thing. When you serve God truly, you're not worried about yourself. Only completing his mission. Ooh. That's the only thing you're worried about. So if you're trying to follow God and say, Lord, I want to protect myself, the Lord's looking at you like because <laughs> let me let me just jump in. 
Because you said he kept Judas around because he knew. Oh, that's a different sermon, though. He that's knew. A, he knew that Judas. That. He knew that Judas was necessary. So if now I can start looking at every betrayal as necessary, I don't need to protect myself because here's the thing. Jesus didn't protect himself from Judas. He protected himself from Peter. Wow. Because, because Judas is necessary for me to fulfill, fulfill my calling. So every heartbreak is necessary. So 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 I then lose the idea of I need to protect myself because it's necessary for me because this pain is working for me. What's not necessary is the people who say they love me who try to keep me from fulfilling my calling. I got to go to this cross because if I don't go to this cross, I don't get up with all power. I can't save. I can't heal. I can't deliver. And I, me, will, I can't fulfill my purpose without my cross. So I need, I need the betrayal. I need it. No. Necessary. Bro. <laughs> Bro. Hey, yo, we got, we got to pray soon. We got to pray. It's 10. It's Ooh. 10, dog. Ooh. It's 10. And this needs to be shareable. Dog. Fam, I was praying while y'all was talking, man. It's just, it's just really that real, man. It's, it's really, really that real. And to start, we, we ended up. You know, God has revealed a lot to me in this in this season, man. And I didn't really realize it was just as simple as relationship. I didn't realize it was as simple as intimacy. All of the stuff that, you know, the baby stuff I was considering. All right, we got to get to the big boy stuff soon. Like, you know, I'm growing up in the faith. I'm trying to grow. All right, all right. We know that relationship stuff. Now, God, show me, like, like show me the big stuff. And it's funny that in this season where I feel like God has brought me the most, the concept boils back to this dwell, yeah. love, intimacy. I'm like, dog, that's the baby stuff. Bro, yeah. God loves, God loves so much, man. He loves so much. And even, I know I'm, I'm saying God wants to protect his brand, but to an extent, I, I believe that even in the commandments, he was like, man, look, I want you to love them. It's not just that I just, I want to protect my name from being tainted. I know, I, I know what it does to a heart when someone who wears my name does you wrong, I'm trying to protect them. You're wearing my name and you're doing them wrong. I'm worrying about their heart in the long term. I need them to be able to have faith in the person that wears the name. Mm. I, and the, the more you do them wrong, the more it diminishes and waters down their, their good faith. In, in, in the people that wear this name and the people that look like me, yes, I'm, I'm protecting my name and I'm protecting my brand, but they're my children too. They're yeah. my kids too. I, I need them to see me in the best light possible. I want to yeah. win them just like I want you. I want them just as much as I want you. And so it's this relational aspect that God is like, man, why can't you see? The reason why I don't, I, I don't want you to sleep with your neighbor's wife is not because I'm trying to punish you. I don't want them to, I don't want them to see me wrong. I want them to see me right. And you are positioned as an ambassador to help people see me right. Jesus. And, and I just, I, I definitely want to pray because I begin to think about like, you know, we, I, I, want, I, want to, I got to show them. I got to show them what's up. But we never think about what God is trying to do when we do die to ourselves. When we do, when we do, 
you know, put the anger down and put the bitterness down, like Elisha was saying, like when we do carry the, the, carry the cross, like Will said, when we do lay our lives down and say, all right, God, be glorified. Like, yes, it's vertical, but it's also horizontal. When we say God be glorified, it's not this, okay, the glory, heaven and earth, angels. It's like, Jesus always said it. I want them to see. I want them to know that you sent me. Why? Like, why? I just want them to see me right. Because if they see, see me right, perhaps they might get to know this love that I have for them. It's all about love. It's all about love. It's all about love. Hey, man, I want somebody to pray. And if I got any final words, please, man, let's do this. <laughs> so I, I, I just feel led to say this, man. Um, you know, coming from, from, from my background and where I came from, uh, a lot of my issues were summed in two things. One, I didn't feel that people were talking enough about certain things that, that needed to be talked about from a, uh, from a, a biblical and godly perspective. Two, I lack relationship. And I, I feel like sometimes if people would, sometimes I would hear stuff about myself, whether it was true or, or, or not. I would say to myself, well, why didn't they just say it to me? Why didn't they just come to me? Or why couldn't they just build relationship with me? And so a lot of times it, it felt like a, a loner kind of thing. And I feel like the solution to a lot of people, even when we talk about people like Lil Nas X and, and so many, listening to him, I said, God, I wish somebody would have just made room to have relationship with that young man. You know what I'm saying? I wish somebody would have not been so, quote unquote, judgmental, looking at, you know, whatever they call inspecting and just say, hey, come, let me love you. Let me let me show you a godly kind of love. And um, and I just want to speak to that because I think we need to hear that more uh, for those who we have been called to and laying our lives down and stop trying to build our own brand and, and our own market and be ambassadors for Christ for real. And I'm, I'm going to just say this real quick. And Will, I think, I think Will, you should go ahead and pray us out. Um, we move past the things that we, we, we minimize the things that actually truly grow us closer to the Lord. Ezekiel, you said it like these, these, these concepts we hear all the time, we become desensitized to them. God's a God of relationship, you know, love like Christ did, be Christ-like. And we don't really sit down and take the time to understand that and the weight that those things come with. First, he saved us. Then he calls us ambassadors. You got to carry that weight and you got to be able to understand that it's not about, you know, this deep level of understanding. Jesus came to connect people back to the father. Mm. And so at the heart of it, it is all relationship. First, reconcile us back to himself through Christ and then the world back to himself through us. That's that's Bible. And so like my like, again, my prayer is that we all continue to understand that there is no small thing the Lord has ever taught us. There was nothing that is not transformative that he ever spoke when he walked this earth. There is nothing that he gives us in his word that will not deliver people from situations. And so we have to move past this idea that, oh, I got this or, or oh, I understand this now. You will never understand it until the glory, until the work is complete when you go home. And so that's my prayer, man. We 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 got we got we gotta take it and we gotta bear that weight. 
still devil father god we we come before you first asking for your forgiveness yes lord forgiveness for the times we stood in your place and we put other things in your seat and we we erected idols out of our own selfish desires and ambition that we put things before you and we allowed everything to get in between in between us god we ask that you forgive us that you created us a clean heart god that you would that you would literally renew a right spirit within us we come to you with the understanding that we know nothing that our idea of what we believe of what we know of what we think is nothing our righteousness is filthy we can do nothing without you we are nothing without you and the times when we thought that we were a inch or a, a a twinkling of something without you forgive us for our ignorance forgive us for every idol that we erected forgive us for the oh, just this past 24 hours how much time we didn't spend with you how much how much you wanted to pour out into us how much you wanted to speak to us how much you wanted to share how much you wanted to use us god forgive us for the times that we were not adequate or in a in a close proximity enough for you to use us that people's deliverance that you wanted to, to use through our hands and to be sp spoken through our mouths because we were so focused on what we wanted and what we desired, we were desensitized to your voice and couldn't be used in your hand. God, forgive us. Forgive us, God. Wash our hearts. And everything that we erected, everything that we allowed in tonight, God, we ask that you tear it down that you tear it down, God, because we don't want to embarrass you. We don't want to make you look bad in the earth and the times that we made you look bad, God. We're sorry. We're sorry, God, the times where we embarrassed you, when we showed them us instead of you, God. We are sorry. We're sorry, God. I'm sorry for the times you wanted your name to be lifted up and I lifted up my own. God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God, I ask that your will would be done in our lives. And that everything that you desire, God, everything that you desire, change, come in and change our hearts, God. Help us to love what you love and hate what you hate. Help us to be your hands in the earth, your mouthpiece in the earth, and help us to extend love. So, God, we even pray right now for, for Lil Nas X. We send your word, God, because nothing, there's nothing that it, that, that you can, that's too hard for you. Nothing is impossible <laughs> for you. And for the times, the times, matter of fact, we come after the spirit, for we wrestle not with flesh and blood. So we're not even angry at Montero. We're not angry at him. We're angry at the spirit. But because we have been so desensitized, we're not even strong enough to fight the demon that's on his back. So, Father God, we ask that you empower us. Give us the strength. Give us the wisdom. Give us the courage. God, give us the humility. Help us to humble ourselves before the mighty hand of our God that you would raise us up and use us. Not that you would raise us up so that you can bless us. God, that you would raise us up so that you can put us to work. Not, not so that you can just give us a house, God. We want, we want to be fishers of men. We want to be used in the earth. We don't want to get to heaven and realize the work that you wanted to do through us. But we were so consumed with our own desires. Jesus. Jesus. So, God, we just pray right now that tonight, that in this moment while our hearts and our minds are open, God, that you would come in and allow Holy Spirit to burn down to the ground every vain image, 
every vain imagination, every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, that you would burn it up in everything that we have established, every tower of Babylon, knock it down, that you would be the only God. You are Jehovah. You are God. You are Lord. You are King. Besides you, there is none other. And tonight we put you back in your rightful place. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, we Lord. put you back in your rightful place. Everything that's set on the throne of our hearts, we, we evicted tonight. And we give you your seat back. We give you your seat back, God. We give you your seat back. That you would get glory in the earth through us. That you would get glory in the earth through us. And so that when Satan comes back to have the conversation with us, conversation with you, you can brag on us. <laughs> and say, look at what my son is doing in the earth. Yes, Lord. Look at what my daughter is doing. I know what you meant for evil, but I've turned that thing around and now he's open. She's open and receptive to be used for my glory. So God, we don't ever want to get in the place of your glory. And the times that we did, God, forgive us. We thank you for this opportunity just to get it right. Just to try it again for trying us. We honor you and we give you praise in Jesus mighty name amen hey y'all amen hey bro thank you so much for that prayer thank you for uh praying for Lil Nas X man 